here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Number 877 Take a step back. We have an administration led by a pathological liar with an extremely low IQ. And see what's happening to the country. Can you think of another president other than perhaps Obama? who wouldn't have shot down that balloon the minute they heard about it? Can you think of another president other than Obama and perhaps Clinton that would leave a border wide open intentionally to destroy our immigration system and allow the criminalization of one community after another with fentanyl flowing into this country and so forth? Can you think of another president other than perhaps Obama who will be unilaterally disarming our military by slashing its defense when we are faced with World War III from the communist Chinese? Supply chain disaster that hasn't been fixed? The price of basic groceries going through the roof? Destroying energy independence that every administration has tried to achieve. Can you think of another one? Can you think of another president who would be spending like no president in American history, like no human being in American history, taking credit for reducing the debt? Taking no responsibility for interest rates and inflation? Can you think of another, another president be patting himself on the back for a quote-unquote economic recovery? When you look at the price of eggs, the price of milk, the price of butter, the price of a gallon of gasoline, heating oil, electricity, Brownouts and blackouts in parts of our country? 
and yet he's going to take a victory lap tonight. That's why it's not worth watching. Joseph Curl over at the Daily Wire has done a hell of a job of putting some basic statistics together that you will not hear tonight. Let's start with inflation, which a few months ago, he says, hit a 40-year high. December 2020, the last full month in office for President Trump, the rate of inflation was 1.4%. The average for the entire year was 1.2%. In his first six months in office, inflation went from one4 to 5.4% under Biden. It's worse in 2022. Went to 9.1% last June. But Biden is a highly skilled liar. Inflation has fallen for six straight months, all the way down to 6.5%. The average for 2022 was 8%, soaring from 1.2% in 2020. Now, some people argue the president shouldn't take credit for a good economy, so he certainly doesn't deserve blame for a bad one. But in Biden's case, he definitely deserves the blame. Economists say Biden's pandemic relief policies, including the American Rescue Plan, exacerbated matters by giving Americans too much money to spend when goods and services and supplies were too low, which drove prices higher, writes PolitiFact. It was Biden's most profound failure in policy era, Douglas Holtz Eakin, president of the center-right American Action Forum, told the fact-checking site. He was also the head of the CBO at one point. Also head of the CBO. Gasoline prices. In addition to canceling the Keystone XL pipeline, Biden also suspended new federal oil and gas leases, hiked drilling fees on federal land, and mandated that all federal vehicles be zero emissions. In other words, they waged war on supply and prices. That's not an accident. Biden is a true snollygoster, mendacious to the core. Gas prices are down more than $1.50 from their peak. A gallon of regular average, four ninety three dollars in June. But see, he points to a chart, still up 46% since he took office. And he's going to take credit for the price being reduced, even though it's up 46%. Let's look at food prices. Food inflation is slowing as well, Biden declared. Well, let's just talk about the State of the Union since last time Biden delivered the State of the Union address, Carl says. In 2022, food prices increased 9.9%. Food at home prices increased 11.4%. Food away prices, restaurants, 7.7%. There's more. Egg prices increased 11.1% in December. Pushing the price since December 2021, 59.9% higher. And we haven't hit the ceiling yet, not even close. Egg prices are predicted to increase another 27.3% in 2023. Remember you could go into a diner or something and get, get a couple of eggs for a couple of bucks. Those days are over. Prices soared in eight additional food categories in 2022. This year won't be any better. In 2023, prices are predicted to increase for meats by another 12.8%. Dairy products by another 8%. Fats and oils by another 16.5%. 
Processed fruits and vegetables by another 9.6%. Sugar and sweets by another 10.6%. Cereals and bakery products by another 12%. Non-alcoholic beverages by another 8.7%. And other foods by another 6.8%. Says the USDA. How about take-home pay? Wages are rising, but they're not keeping up with inflation. Statista reports, in the United States, the average decline in real wages for the entire population across all sectors and income levels was just over 2% year-on-year in the third quarter of 2022. Now, that's for one quarter. So real wages have declined 2.2% in the third quarter of 2022, while the price of food and gasoline are skyrocketing. Take-home pay for workers is going up, Biden claims. Sure, wage increases are happening, but they've already fallen significantly behind inflation since Biden took office. Real wages are down. That is, net wages. Biden's entire presidency. Wages have ridden by 10%, so they're going up. But inflation has soared 14%. So any way you cut it, they're down 4% effectively. So this is the kind of speech you're going to be able to hear from Biden. This is why you need to be mindful of these things. Record numbers of people are worse off. ABC News even admits, George Stephanopoulos, the poll finds 62% of Americans think Biden has accomplished not very much or little or nothing. 36% say he's accomplished a great deal or a good amount. On many of Biden's signature initiatives, majorities of Americans say they don't believe he's made progress. Four in ten Americans say they've gotten worse off financially since Biden became president. The most in ABC News, Washington Post polls dating back 37 years. Political fallout. Includes poor performance ratings for Biden and a tight hypothetical Biden-Trump rematch next year, ABC says. ABC even said the R word. The big hit on Biden is the economy, with inflation moderating but still high. 41% say they're not as well off financial as they were when Biden took office. The most of nearly three dozen polls to ask the question since 1986 when Reagan popularized the better off phrase are you better off today than you were four years ago the economy sucks we were coming out of this pandemic all the arrows were heading in the right direction then Biden comes in and just passes massive spending bill a massive spending bill And it's not just the spending, it's how it's spent and its effect on the economy and the effect on the labor market. Biden believes in a growing and ubiquitous welfare state. And not just for American citizens, but for illegal aliens and anybody who manages to get their way into the United States. And it has an impact. And the impact is a disaster. Now, you were told... That in that last spending debacle, which they added 87,000 IRS agents, that those agents would be aimed at the rich, 
not you. And Biden lied again. The IRS has put out a regulation. A regulation, the so-called Service Industry Tip Compliance Agreement Program, will be a voluntary tip reporting system, which the IRS and service industry companies cooperate, according to this announcement yesterday. As part of the proposal, the IRS will give the public until early May to provide feedback. Those 87,000 new IRS agents that you were promised would only target the rich, says Mike Pulse, the Federal Affairs Manager of Americans for Tax Reform. They're coming after waitresses and waiters now. They're coming after your tips. According to the IRS, the program would seek to improve tip reporting compliance, reduce administrative burdens, provide more transparency and certainty to taxpayers. Among the program's features, the agency lists monitoring of employer compliance based on actual annual tip revenue and charge tip data from an employer's point-of-sale system and allowance for adjustments in tipping practices from year to year. In other words, it could be that the day of the cash tip is over, that employers will be compelled to report them. And those of you who are waiters and waitresses and others in the services industry, maids, uh, you will be audited to determine whether you've made those payments. Also states that participating employers will provide the IRS with annual reports, would receive protection from liability related to rules that define tips as part of an employee's pay, would have the flexibility to implant internal tip reporting procedures in accordance with a section of the tax law that requires employees to report tips. So now employers are going to be reporting on their employees and keeping track of their tips. The rule comes years after the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration published a report finding that the IRS often provided tip income audit protection to non-compliant employers and employees. So they found this to be a problem. Non-complying employers and employees on tips. One of the problems identified is that the IRS rarely revokes tip reporting agreements, resulting in continued tip income audit protection from non-complying employers, and in some cases their employees. So employers will now be effectively working for the IRS to track their employees and the tips they get. Democrats have been hammered for a provision in the Inflation Reduction Act, which bolstered the IRS budget by $80 billion, opening the door for the agency to hire tens of thousands of new agents. The House majority passed legislation rescinding $70 billion of that funding in early January. And yet here we are, an out-of-control, bloated IRS... An analysis released by House Republicans last year that tax provisions in this so-called Inflation Reduction Act showed that Americans earning less than 75000 a year will bear the brunt of 60% of additional tax audits authorized as a result of the bill's new funding of the IRS. So Biden lied to you again. The Democrat Party lied to you again. It lies to the American people. It lies to those who work with their hands, whether in oil fields, 
whether in restaurants. Keep that in mind when you hear Biden bragging about how great the economy's doing and how fantastic he is. Should you waste one hour of your life listening? I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you, and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. Washington, or to be a reporter in Washington, you have to be a shameless liar, a propagandist. You have to call something the opposite of what it actually is. You have to create an alternative reality. And why would I voluntarily listen to one of the biggest liars in American history? Half a century of lying and scheming. Only to annoy myself. Now, others will listen, Mr. Producer and so forth, and they'll pull clips and I'll respond to them. Seriously. But this guy is so bad... And the media are so bad that there's really no point. You're not going to learn about the State of the Union. This is a state of confusion by this man. This is a propaganda moment. This is American Marxism. That's what it is. And so you'll be told white is black, black is white, red is blue, blue is red. That's what you're going to be told, despite what you personally experience in your own life. I'll be right back. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you, and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. This is the show the New York Times is afraid of. Mark Levin, call him now at 877-381-3811. So, uh, you know, let me, let me tell you something. 
I think the Republicans have done a better job in the last few days in preparing for this state of confusion speech than I've seen in a long time. You had Kevin McCarthy put out a video. You had Republicans taking to the airwaves, calling out what Biden has really done to the country. They've really spread out. They seem to have a uniform message, which is a conservative message. You're going to have Sarah Huckabee Sanders give the reply, and she knows how to deal with the press. So the Democrats are used to having a, an empty playing field, a clear field. And, of course, they have their corrupt media Democrats cheering them on, slobbering all over them, telling you what a fantastic guy Biden is even beforehand. So I think the Republicans, for their part, have done as best as they can do, as best as they can do under the circumstances, given that the media are 100% against them. You're going to have media analysts like Nicole Wallace, who is a complete reprobate uh, and, and a low IQer. You're going to have Joy Reid, who is a racist, homophobe, and uh, Rachel Madcow. Those are the uh, three stooges of the stupid who are going to be commenting on MSLSD, just as an example. Just as an example. So... Uh, You've got the Democrats out there today positioning. You've got the Republicans, I think, who were proactive, also pushing back. But the bottom line is, even though that's important, it doesn't change anything substantively in your lives. Biden's not going to do anything to bring down inflation. Remember, he, did, he wanted to spend trillions of dollars more. You know, he's, he's looking to build a legacy. I give a damn about you. He never has. So the White House has put out a few propaganda quotes from this speech that was prepared for Biden. The story of America is a story of progress and resilience. We're the only country that has emerged from every crisis stronger than we entered it. That is what we are doing again. Two years ago, our economy was reeling. As I stand here tonight, we have created a record 12 million new jobs. More jobs created in two years than any president has ever created in four years. All right, let's slow down. He didn't create any of those jobs. How did he create those jobs? We were coming out of a pandemic. The foot from the Democrats in these different blue states had been lifted from the throats of the private sector. These jobs were created in spite of the Democrats and in spite of Joe Biden. He created nothing. Nothing. He's claiming to have created 12 million jobs. Two years ago, COVID had shut down our businesses, closed our schools, and robbed us of so much. No, it didn't. The blue state governors, his party did that. His man Fauci was pushing for that. His media were pushing for that. When you look at Florida, when you look at at Texas, you look at Georgia, you look at some of these other states, they were under attack. Today, COVID no longer controls our lives, and two years ago, our democracy faced its greatest threat since the Civil War. We cr- the greatest threat since the Civil War was January 6th? Is this pathetically sick or what? 
What about World War II and the attack on Pearl Harbor? And let me tell you what the greatest threat since the Civil War is. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party. Today, though bruised, our democracy remains unbowed and unbroken. My economic plan is about investing in places and people that have been forgotten. Amid the economic... So it's all bullcrap. It's just platitudes. Amid the economic upheaval of the past four decades. Four decades? Too many people have been left behind or treated like they're invisible. You notice too many Americans want to be viewed as victims. Have you noticed that? And he plays into that. Maybe that's you watching at home. You remember the jobs that went away and you wonder whether a path even exists anymore for you and your children to get ahead without moving away. I get it. That's why we're building an economy where no one is left behind. Jobs are coming back. Pride is coming back because of the choices we made in the last two years. This is a blue-collar blueprint to rebuild America and make a real difference in your lives. To my Republican friends, if we could work together in the last Congress, there's no reason we can't work together in this new Congress. The people sent us a clear message, fighting for the sake of fighting, power for the sake of power, conflict for the sake of conflict gets us nowhere. And that's always been my vision for the country, to restore the soul of the nation. We don't need you restoring the soul of the nation, you soulless bastard. That's right, I said it. He'll say anything and do anything to restore the soul of the nation. Is this a joke? This guy's a real head case. To rebuild the backbone of America, he says, we don't need it. The back, there's a guy who's spineless. The middle class to unite the country. We've been sent here to finish the job. You're a snow job, you fraud. Anybody out there who has severe heart disease? You know, who risks a heart attack or has had a heart attack or so. I recommend you not watch this or listen to this. Let me handle it tomorrow. Let me handle this tomorrow for all of us. This is basically what I said it would be. Then you get this James Clyburn on MSNBC today. Cut to go. I think uh, people are comparing today uh, with uh, where we were uh, two years ago. And when those comparisons are made, I think the president has a very good story to tell. You and see, I'm- folks, what's, what's happening here is kind of what Clinton did to George H.W. Bush, but he was a little slow on the uptake to deal with it. Kinder and gentler. They're trying to paint a picture before they took office of the Great Depression. We were coming out of the pandemic. We were coming out of an economic pandemic created by the Democrats in the various states, big industrial states. Unemployment was going lower. Inflation was at basement bottom. Employment, employers were coming back and so forth. And they're trying to create the scenario that the country was on its back. It's an amazing thing. It is the, the medical and scientific fascists in Washington, D.C. that pushed this agenda. 
It is the blue state governors and legislatures who destroyed their own economies. It's the Republican President Trump that keeps urging them to open their economies. It's Republican leaders as governors, like a DeSantis, who opened his economy. Joe Biden was blaming the pandemic, not on the communist Chinese, but on Donald Trump. Every death that occurred was Donald Trump's fault. He's a sleazeball. And then we have massive inflation. Interest rates are through the roof. By the way, he's not going to discuss the housing market, which is dead on its back. He's not going to discuss what it costs you to get a loan today. The price of food. None of the, none of the things that actually affect you. The price of home heating oil and electricity. To the extent he does, he'll paint a, a false picture because they lie with their false promises. Two years ago, the economy was building. Unemployment. Unemployment was, was dropping significantly. Two years ago, the border was secure, pretty much. There was no inflation. Interest rates were historically low. The dollar was sound. Russia was not in Ukraine. Communist China was not expanding. Iran was on a short leash. That's what I remember. There wasn't a supply chain problem. During the presidency of Donald Trump, they talk about COVID and Trump. It didn't happen until Biden took office. And all the rest. Kate Bettingfield is the White House communications director. They sent her out because uh, the White House press secretary is both dim-witted and incapable of speaking independent thoughts. So she's asked by Sour Lemon the following. Cut three, go. Why aren't the American people feeling it? Because the polls are showing that the American people are not feeling that. Is that the issue with the president? Is that the communications office? What is going on? Well, well, remember where we were when President Biden came into office. We were, uh, we were in the depths of a pandemic. The economy had ground to a halt. Inflation right, there you was- go. There you go. They have to rewrite history like they have to rewrite American history to give us critical race theory. They have to rewrite capitalism to give us socialism. They have to rewrite Americanism to give us Marxism. And now they have to rewrite the Trump years to give us the Biden disastrous years. And look how fast they got their talking point. The economy had ground to a halt. The economy was picking up significantly. Inflation was creeping up. No, it wasn't. Go ahead. Not just here, but around the globe as a result of the pandemic. And so the president took quick action, meaningful action, to start rebuilding this economy from the bottom up and the middle out. And the choices that he's made. Oh, my God. I I can't. From the bottom up and the middle out. From the bottom up and the middle out. So we built up the economy from the slums of America? I I don't even understand this line other than it's propaganda. 
Then they sent this idiot Mitch Landrieu out, a Biden advisor. And he's on Fox of all places. Cut four, go. Now, the first thing that we need to think about is the fact that many, many presidents tried to get the money to do that. And Joe Biden is the only one that could deliver infrastructure dollars, the likes of which you haven't seen really since FDR. Infrastructure, so uh, infrastructure dollars. Where have they gone? Where are they? Now, the vast majority of the infrastructure dollars that even moronic Republicans like Mitch McConnell voted for didn't go to infrastructure. So there they are lying again. The vast majority of the infrastructure bill had nothing to do with infrastructure. It's amazing, isn't it? And it never ends. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If you've saved at least $100,000 for retirement, Augusta Precious Metals could help you protect it with a gold IRA. What makes Augusta Precious Metals different? They'll tell you not to buy a gold IRA if it's not right for you. No pressure, just facts. Retirees have it worse because there's no time to catch up when the value of what you've saved for decades is crashing. But you can protect yourself with physical gold from Augusta Precious Metals. If you have at least $100,000 saved in your IRA or your 401k, please call my friends at Augusta Precious Metals today. They'll send you a free gold IRA guide. Call 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Tell them I sent you and they'll pay all your fees for up to 10 years. That's 877-4-GOLD-IRA. Consult with your financial professional before making an investment decision, and visit AugustaPreciousMetals.com for risk disclosures. All right, I told you, the Republicans seem a lot more on their game now. In response to Biden, the they have released Sarah Huckabee Sanders, a few of her quotes from her response to Biden. And um, including, in the radical left's America, Washington taxes you and lights your hard-earned money on fire. But you get crushed with high gas prices, empty grocery shelves, and our children are taught to hate one another on account of their race, but not to love one another or our great country. And while you reap the consequences of their failures, the Biden administration seems more interested in woke fantasies than the hard reality Americans face every day. Most Americans simply want to live their lives in freedom and peace, but we are under attack in a left-wing culture war we didn't start and never wanted to fight. Every day we're told that we must partake in their rituals, salute their flags, and worship their false idols. All while big government colludes with big tech to strip away the most American thing there is, your freedom of speech. That's not normal. It's crazy. And it's wrong. Republicans believe in an America where strong families thrive in safe communities, where jobs are abundant and paychecks are rising, where the freedom our veterans shed their blood to defend is the birthright of every American man, woman, and child. Now that, I think, is... Pretty damn good. Yes, I'm a partisan. I'm a partisan for America. And those who really hate America and Americanism versus those who love America and Americanism, yeah, I'm the latter. And by the way, uh, some of my colleagues out there, 
They've been trashing Kevin McCarthy all day. Look, there may be an occasion for that. There may be reasons to criticize it. Why? I, I don't get it. He's done everything they said they would do so far. We're in the fight of our survival. Um, you're just giving fodder to the left at this point. And we're in the middle of this propaganda war from the White House. And the efforts now to counter that propaganda war, the best I've seen so far in decades. I mean, there they are responding immediately. It seems like they must have a war room ready to go or something like that. We don't have the media, so it makes it harder. But still, you fight. So I've pretty much summed up what's going to take place. I also want to congratulate the Republicans. They went to the floor of the House today. And for 43 minutes, that's the amount of time it took, they read the Constitution out loud. They read the Constitution out loud. We'll start some of it. There's only a short time left in this hour, and then we will move to our second hour. Cut one, go. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution of the United States of America. I now yield to the gentleman from the state of California, Mr. Kyle. All legislative powers herein granted shall be vested in a Congress of the United States, which shall consist of a Senate and House of Representatives. You would never, and you have not, heard the Democrats do that. They hate the Constitution, but they wave it around when they want to destroy it. That is, when they want to use it to destroy it. We'll be right back. This segment of the podcast is exclusively sponsored by Pure Talk. Pure Talk offers great coverage and can save your family money on your wireless bill every single month. Go to puretalk.com to find the plan that's right for you. Thank you again for listening, and thank you so much for this sponsorship, Pure Talk. He's here. He's here. Now broadcasting from the underground command post. Deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811. Joe Biden has been his entire life a politician. His entire life he has lied. He has schemed. He's a chameleon. When he became a United States senator at a very young age, he got elected by smearing and lying about his opponent, who'd been a senior Republican senator for a long time. He really didn't want to run again in 1972. He was encouraged to do it by Nixon. And he lost in a very, very close election. Biden won. Biden won because he was bought and paid for by the Delaware State Unions. And he won because his opponent underestimated him. Got elected at the age of 29 and was sworn in at the age of 30. And yes, you can do that. 
Prior to that, he had served a short stint on the Wilmington City Council. Joe Biden has never worked in the private sector. And yet he says he created 12 million jobs. All of you people who have worked in the private sector or with the private sector, Joe Biden didn't even do that. A guy like Biden, all he does is he spends money, borrows money. Ask any businessman. That doesn't create jobs. It creates debt. Joe Biden has indebted the future of this country for the next hundred years. We've never seen anything like this. We have never seen anything like this. But when he gets elected to the Senate, among the first people he gets very, very close to is Robert Byrd. Biden lost much of his family in a car accident. And um, he gets very close to James Eastland, one of the most infamous of the racist segregationists in the Senate. Some of you people watched that movie, Elvis. You saw Eastland in that movie. He didn't like Elvis because Elvis would spend a lot of time with black people and so forth and so on. It's that guy. Joe Biden joined forces with Eastland and Stennis and Byrd and others to fight the integration of public schools. That's what he did. Joe Biden wasn't merely a junior partner in this effort. He was one of the leaders in this effort. He was one of the advocates of this effort and his quotes are well known and you've heard him about an interracial jungle and he didn't want his kids to attend such schools and so forth and so on. Joe Biden has said many racist things as a senator, as a vice president and as a presidential candidate. That's what's between his ears. It's how he thinks. It's what he believes. On the other hand, Joe Biden is first and foremost for Joe Biden. He'll do anything for power and money. Anything. Anything. He'll be anything you want him to be. And he knows that in the modern Democrat Party, that means being Bernie Sanders. While pretending to be a moderate. Joe Biden... When he was 30, 31, 32, 35 years old, was an anti-black racist. Today, to lead the modern Democrat Party, you need to be an anti-white racist. So that's what he is. Joe Biden used to talk about securing the southern border. Joe Biden has done more to destroy American sovereignty and immigration than any American before or now. One of the first things Joe Biden did 
was he enshrined critical race theory. The, um, that agenda into federal law via unconstitutional executive orders. He destroyed half a century of progress in women's sports by destroying Title IX. He's violated separation of powers by giving away money we don't have, your money, money from your children and grandchildren and generations yet born to wealthy Americans who have student loans who don't deserve it, had to be struck down by a court, but it's still pending. He refuses to honor the... uh, the Constitution, by enforcing, the executive branch enforces our federal immigration laws, defying them every step of the way. He's done more to damage the independence of the Supreme Court than any president I can think of since Franklin Roosevelt by attacking them for the Dobbs decision. The independence of the court's been attacked like never before, except Franklin Roosevelt. But among the first things that he did when he came into the presidency was he met with a number of so-called historians. And his question was simple. In so many words, how will I be perceived as the greatest president of all time? How do I create my legacy? Because that's all Joe cares about. Whether he destroys your job, destroys your business, destroys your schools, destroys federal law enforcement, destroys citizenship and national sovereignty, destroys the Constitution, it doesn't matter. What does he do? They told him, go big. Go bigger than FDR. Pack the courts, which is what he's doing now open the borders, change the nature of the of the citizenry, demographics so you'll have a supermajority of Democrats forevermore as they've done in California don't worry about the debts, don't worry about interest that'll pass nobody will remember it create programs, lots and lots of programs gut the capitalist system The private sector should be working in service to the government and its policy demands, not its own economic interests. That's how you'll become the greatest president of all time. That can be your legacy. Not FDR too, but bigger than FDR. Bigger than the great society and the New Deal. That's what you must do. It doesn't take an intelligent person to do these things. In fact, you can be a very stupid person and do these things, as he's demonstrated. So Biden has shifted a hard left. Whether he believes in these things or not doesn't matter. When you hear Biden speak, Out of one side of his mouth, he talks about unity. Out of the other side of his mouth, he trashes more than half the country. Smears. Character assassinates. In brutal, vicious street language. Because that's all he knows. 
He's not a substantive man. He's not an intelligent man. He's a schemer. He's a manipulator. And he figures he can say whatever the hell he wants to and do whatever the hell he wants. He's got the media behind him. And unfortunately, the vast majority of Democrats vote Democrat no matter what. No matter what. This is the man who had such a disaster in Afghanistan. This is the man that didn't have the guts to shoot down a communist Chinese spy derringer in the sky. This is the man who's hollowing out the United States military while the Chinese are building up their military. This is the man that says nothing about the widespread criminality that takes place in our streets under the guy under the uh, auspices, I'll say, of his party, his mayors, his governors. This is a man who acts like January 6th and says it's the worst thing since the Civil War. Sickening. Absolutely sickening. Worse than when the Puerto Rican independence movement shot four or five members of the House of Representatives from the gallery. Worse than that. Worse than when the Weather Underground, another extreme appendage of the Democrat Party, blew a bomb up in the Senate. And at the Pentagon, worse than that? Worse than when the Imperial Japan attacked us at Pearl Harbor? Where over 1,800 men lost their lives, it was worse than that? Worse than when the White House was under attack in the summer of 2020 with over 50 Secret Service personnel, uniformed personnel were injured? where they had to take the president to the nuclear bunker was worse than that? Worse than the assassination of Abraham Lincoln at the end of the Civil War? Worse than the assassination of John Kennedy? Worse than the assassination of Martin Luther King and Robert Kennedy? Seriously? Biden is a demagogue. He's the definition of a demagogue. He's destroying our country. So fast and so quick is his destruction that Barack Obama and Michelle Obama are extremely jealous of him. They thought they would be in charge of destroying the country while raking in hundreds of millions of dollars. The reason there is not a special counsel investigating the Biden crime family is because Washington supports the Biden crime family. If they have to take out Hunter, they'll take out Hunter, but they cannot take out the John Gotti of the Biden crime family. The reason why they're still chasing Donald Trump is because Trump not only successfully stopped Hillary Clinton in her tracks from becoming president of the United States, 
It's because they fear he has the capability of doing it again, and they're going to do the same to DeSantis. I've been telling you this. You can see it. Mark my words. There are certain Republicans they promote. The Chris Christie's, the Larry Hogan's, the Chris Sununu. Chris Sununu is a strange dude, boy. But that's what they're doing. Asa Hutchison, why? Because they're the Gerald Fords of the Republican Party. They're the Gerald Ford. They're the Susan Collinses of the Republican Party. In other words, they're the kind of Republicans that want office that really have no intention of helping to save this country. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If one of your goals this year is to do business with companies who share your values, then hop on the Pure Talk bandwagon. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, is the antidote to woke wireless. That's why they're proudly veteran-owned, why they proudly employ a U.S.-based customer service team, and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about the service, It Kicks Butt, one of the largest networks in the country. You're going to get blazing fast data, talk, and text for just 30 bucks a month. That's probably half of what you're paying Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Keep your phone, keep your number, and switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Support a company that supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST, that's L-E-V-I-N podcast, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. It's amazing to me, no matter how wrong legal analysts, political analysts, and the others are and have been for years in front of millions of people, they bring them back, Mr. Producer. Have you noticed that? Same with the pollsters. It's incredible to me. They just keep cycling through. But Ron DeSantis, he seems to be right about an awful lot. The governor of Florida, of course, America's governor, as I call him, is at a roundtable on media misinformation today. Cut 12, go. We've seen over the last generation uh, corporate media outlets, legacy media outlets, increasingly divorce themselves from the truth and instead try to elevate preferred narratives and partisan activism uh, over reporting the facts. When they depart from the truth, uh, a lot of times the truth's on the cutting room floor and the narratives that they're supporting and, and furthering uh, actually damage a lot of people with lies. And so we have a number of people here who are well-versed either personally or professionally in the area of, of defamation law. And, and at the end of the day, what I think they fought for is, is to hold these big media companies accountable for their actionable lies. And, you know, it's one thing to say what you want and, and truth, and that's fine, and the truth isn't always comfortable. Uh, but when you're knowingly putting out false information, and indeed I'd say these companies are probably the leading purveyors of disinformation in our entire society right now, uh, there needs to be an ability for people to defend themselves. So in the media and the left hear this, of course, they go nuts. I mean, nuttier than they actually are already. 
Cut 13, go. The swan song uh, has been this Russia collusion uh, uh, hoax because they indulged in that for, yeah. for two years. And it was almost all based on anonymous sources. I mean, it all eventually was debunked. And even in real time, people were saying this, but they just kept cycling in this. And I think it just raises the question, you know, this obsession with these anonymous sources, Mm -hmm. where did that come from? It used to be rare that you would do it. I mean, to assassinate someone's character with anonymous sources would have been a total no-no. Now it's just kind of like a normal and actually the preferred method of being able to deliver content. This guy is so good on so much. He's so good on so much. And he is a constitutional conservative who has a lot of common sense. And uh, I hear talk that uh, that this guy, Brian Kemp from Georgia, wants to run for president. I have nothing against Brian Kemp. I've never met the man. I don't know a thing about him. Nothing. But I do know he's not presidential material. He just doesn't have it. As used to be said about pornography by the Supreme Court, Justice Potter, I believe it was. He said, I can't describe it, but I know it when I see it. Well, I can't describe necessarily what it takes to be a a person who wants to be president, who can appeal to so many people on so many levels, and one that does not. Kemp is one to me who does not. It's like this guy Sununu from New Hampshire. I'll be right back. If one of your goals this year is to do business with companies who share your values, then hop on the Pure Talk bandwagon. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, is the antidote to woke wireless. That's why they're proudly veteran-owned, why they proudly employ a U.S.-based customer service team, and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about the service, It Kicks Butt, one of the largest networks in the country. You're going to get blazing fast data, talk, and text for just 30 bucks a month. That's probably half of what you're paying Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Keep your phone, keep your number, and switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Support a company that supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code Levin Podcast. That's L-E-V-I-N Podcast to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Levin Podcast, L-E-V-I-N Podcast. Pure Talk is simply smart. Smarter wireless. Yes, it's true that Mark Levin is the fastest growing radio show in America. The Mark Levin Show is on at 877-381-3811. You know, the reach of this program never ceases to amaze me. The reach of this radio show program never ceases to amaze me. No matter where I go. I am very blessed to meet Levinites, people who hear this show, whether on terrestrial radio, AM and FM, satellite radio, or the podcast. It's incredible. And we're growing on all levels. On all levels. We so appreciate our affiliates. And we appreciate uh, XM 
Sirius Satellite. We appreciate our partners in all fields. Uh, those of you who subscribe to Levin TV, thank you. We salute you. And, of course, those of you who watch our Sunday show. And I want to thank you. Um, this has actually been Sunday. was the first Sunday in a long time. We weren't in the playoffs and so forth and so on. We've done very well. But we had the largest listening audience of all cable news programs, CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and so forth. Uh, in our times, in, in uh, and our time slot was victorious over all of it, all the prime time. So I want to thank you, all you Levinites out there. I barely even mentioned the podcast. That has to change. I need to mention it from time to time, at least, Mr. Producer. Make a little note to yourself. I will, too. But um, our podcast just keeps massively growing. I don't even talk about it. And, of course, radio. My first love in this business has always been radio, and it always will be. Always has been and it always will be. And so I want to thank you all. Suppose we're doing something right. 65 years old. Uh, my radio contract is coming up. We'll decide what I, what I will do there. Um, and then uh, we have extended the Fox for four more years and of course with uh, with Blaze Levin TV so there you have it and um, I'm blessed because of you and I'm blessed because we're on the same side of this fight remember that guy a couple months ago or six weeks said I should resign Mr. Producer I haven't done it yet no but because I don't agree with him it's a punk. That's what these punks are. Oh, okay. Okay, Drew. Okay, John. Who? You know what I mean. It's ridiculous. They don't know how to, how to debate, how to engage. And they never will. Federal judge says constitutional right to abortion may still exist despite the Dobbs decision. This is a federal district judge who is the most senior of the active judges in Washington, D.C. Her name is Colleen Collier Cotelli. You may have heard of her. She's also not the brightest bulb, in my humble opinion. So before we dig in, the Supreme Court has dealt with this numerous times and finally in the Dobbs case. But this judge, she found something that nobody else found in the Constitution. She's a genius. She found something else in the Constitution. We have judicial nominees who can't tell us what Article 2 is because they haven't looked at it, or Article 5, they haven't looked at it. We talked about that one weeks ago. Now we have one that's found the right to an abortion in one of the Civil War amendments. A federal judge, writes Politico, in Washington suggested 
that there may be a constitutional right abortion baked into the 13th Amendment. They used to talk about the 14th, the 5th. An area, she said, went unexplored by the Supreme Court in its momentous decision last year overturning Roe v. Wade. In fact, it went unexplored by every Supreme Court. But she's found it because she is Judge Colleen Collier-Cotelli. In a pending criminal case against several anti-abortion activists, they're pro-life. U.S. District Judge Colleen Collier-Cotelli said the Supreme Court's ruling in Dobbs concluded only that the 14th Amendment included no right to abortion, but stopped short of definitively ruling out other aspects of the Constitution that might apply. This is why I despise judges like this. They're not judges. This is why if you have a criminal case in front of somebody like this, it's hopeless. And the courts are filled with these left-wing thugs dressed up as judges. She wrote, it's entirely possible that the court might have held in Dobbs that some other provision of the Constitution provided a right to access reproductive services had the issue been raised. However, it was not. No, it... She noted that there's some legal scholarship suggesting that the 13th Amendment, which was ratified at the end of the Civil War and sought to ban slavery and involuntary servitude, provides just such a right. Because, you see, having a child is akin to slavery and involuntary servitude. Did you know that, America? She's asking the parties in the criminal case, which involves charges of blocking access to abortion clinics, to present arguments by mid-March. This, of course, is the Department of Injustice's effort to go after those who are protesting against killing babies. In particular, the judge is asking them to address, quote, this is how a judge manipulates a case and tries to create a, a, a scenario which is appealable to the Supreme Court on a basis that she wants it to be appealed. This is grotesque. This is why I've decided you need term limits on on federal judges. All of them. The judge is asking them, the parties, to address, quote, whether the scope of Dobbs is in fact confined to the 14th Amendment, and whether, if so, any other provision of the Constitution could confer a right to abortion as an original matter, such that Dobbs may or may not be the final pronouncement on the issue, leaving an open question, quote, unquote. So she's putting out her opinion, she is directing the parties to address her opinion. One of the parties, no question, will support her view. And she woke up one morning and she decided there's some scholarship on the 13th Amendment that this is really like slavery and voluntary servitude uh, when it comes to a woman and the baby. Nobody ever thought of that before. Nobody ever even considered it before. But for Judge Collier Cotelli. Wow. One of those defendants, Lauren Handy, contended that the conspiracy charge is no longer legitimate because the Dobbs decision took Congress out of the business of making laws related to abortion access. There's no longer a federal constitutional interest to, uh, excuse me, to protect, and Congress lacks jurisdiction. Handy's attorneys wrote, good argument, by the way. The Dobbs court did not indicate that there's no longer a constitutional right to abortion. The court has made clear there never was. Collier Cotelli, 
an appointee of former President Bill Clinton. While she indicated that she viewed this position as overly broad, Dobbs, she noted, confined its analysis to the 14th Amendment alone, although she conceded it contained sweeping statements that could lead one to conclude that justices were convinced nothing in the Constitution protects abortion rights. You see how it's written? Nothing in the Constitution protects the life of a baby. The Constitution does not confer a right to abortion, Justice Samuel Alito declared in the Dobbs majority, endorsed by four other opinions. But that wasn't enough for this judge, who's a genius. She's just brilliant. Nobody figured this out before. And of course, a number of so-called religious groups have stepped in and said uh, they need to look beyond the 14th Amendment, so Collier found that interesting. A Massachusetts-based satanic temple Satanic Temple has also filed lawsuits contending abortion restrictions in other states violate that group's religious freedom. Oh, yes. The devil made them do it. No question, Mr. Producer. I'll be right back. Mark Lovin. If one of your goals this year is to do business with companies who share your values, then hop on the Pure Talk bandwagon. Pure Talk, my cell phone company, is the antidote to woke wireless. That's why they're proudly veteran-owned, why they proudly employ a U.S.-based customer service team, and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about the service, It Kicks Butt, one of the largest networks in the country. You're going to get blazing fast data, talk, and text for just 30 bucks a month. That's probably half of what you're paying Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Keep your phone, keep your number, and switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Support a company that supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter promo code LEVINPODCAST. That's L-E-V-I-N podcast to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code LEVINPODCAST, L-E-V-I-N podcast. Pure Talk is simply smarter wireless. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Producer. We may want to have this gentleman on the program. Former Defense Secretary slams Pelosi as incoherent and shrieking, a shrieking mess during January 6th ride downplays as a people taking selfies, the article writes. It's a Daily Mail. Former Acting Defense Secretary Christopher Miller slammed Nancy Pelosi as an incoherent and shrieking, shrieking mess during the January 6th riot and downplayed the crowd who had overrun the Capitol as a rowdy band of MAGA supporters who were taking selfies. Miller, who led the Pentagon from just days after the 2020 election through President Biden's inauguration, made the observations in his forthcoming book, Soldier Secretary, set for release this week. Let's get him, Mr. Producer. In it, Miller describes lawmakers like Representative Pelosi, Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, even Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, as hyperventilating into the phone 
regarding the status of troops to protect the Capitol. And he claims Pelosi called him in an incoherent state as she was shrieking about what he describes as a handful of provocateurs who had infiltrated the Capitol. No, you don't understand. It's the worst thing since the Civil War, my God. He said, I had never seen anyone, not even the, great, the greenest, pimple-faced, 19-year-old Army private, panic like our nation's elder statesman did on January 6th in the months that followed. Miller Scott, I like this guy. From this, anyway. And he was there. He was there. Miller described a histrionic Nancy Pelosi as demanding he get troops to the Capitol now as the rioters were growing in number. It was a request he described as ironic since she and Democrats had actively denounced President Trump for trying to quell race riots the summer prior by utilizing the National Guard. Race riots that resulted in countless deaths and billions of property damage. As soon as it was her ass on the line, Miller writes, Pelosi had been miraculously born again as a passionate, if less than altruistic, champion of law and order. And of course, she turned down Trump's offer to send in the National Guard when it would have counted. There's a lot more to this January 6th story that the Democrats and the media are covering up, folks. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in America with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, much, much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. My wife Julie and I decided it was time to add more flowering trees to our landscape, and Fast Growing Tree was a great resource for us. A large selection and no hassle ordering or shipping. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on selected plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEVIN at checkout. L-E-V-I-N. Now that's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using code LEVIN at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code L-E-V-I-N. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. Please visit FastGrowingTrees.com for details. He's here. He's here. Now, broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin. Hello, America. Mark Levin here. Our number, 877-381-3811-877-381. 3811. Mr. Producer, 55 minutes from now, I will not be watching the State of Confusion speech. Unfortunately, Mr. Producer will be, won't you? Or something akin to it. We don't know. You don't have to, Rich. It's out there. You can listen to it when it's delayed or whatever. We'll, we'll have the clips that we need to have, but... I'm not going to just replay the whole speech tomorrow night so you can, uh, you know, think about Harry Carey twice. That I won't do to you. 
Representative Jamie Raskin. I'll tell you what's amazing about this guy. And I don't mean amazing in a good way. I don't understand him. But the extent to which a radical leftist, a Marxist, is committed to their cause is really unbelievable. Raskin's father was, as I've said before, a red. Co-founded the Institute for Policy Studies, which had an association with the old Soviet Union and defended it in the past. Raskin, and it's very sad, his son died during one of the impeachment proceedings. Been so many I can't keep track. Which is about as bad as it gets. And I say this from my heart. I I feel for that family. I feel for him. It's horrific. I just can't imagine the pain. But he continued. He continued with the impeachment. He continued to be on that impeachment group that Nancy Pelosi put together to prosecute Donald Trump in the Senate. The man now has cancer. Apparently it's quite serious. Again, a horror. horror. I feel horrible for the guy, for anybody. Except, you know, G and those guys, they can go to hell. But that's not what I'm talking about. And yet he's still at it. About the MAGA Republicans and so forth. This is just illustrative of the kind of, I think, psychology that we're dealing with in so many respects on the hard left. It's a man who's going through his own tragedy, went through the horrific tragedy of losing a son, but never skipped a beat, never missed a step. I can tell you, God forbid, if we lost a child, I don't think I could continue doing this. I don't. And there are many of you out there who have. Maybe you're stronger than I am. Maybe I could continue, but there'd have to be a break. There'd have to be something, don't you think, Mr. Producer? Some people find this admirable. I I find it almost shocking, frankly. It's not a criticism. I'm just an objective opinion. And just sometimes makes me wonder... These ideologues, they're just so, so, they, they, they just don't function, I think, the way that, that I do and so many others do. It's just incredible. But here he is at a hearing today on the open border, massive illegal immigration, its impact on our society, the fentanyl, the conduct that's taking place. Cut 16, go. 
Yet rather than work with Democrats on these efforts, the MAGA forces in the GOP have chosen to abandon the strong pro-immigration stance of Abraham Lincoln and Ronald Reagan and instead spread fear about a foreign invasion, dangerous paranoia about the racist and anti-Semitic great replacement mythology and disinformation about fentanyl, the vast majority of which is brought into our country by American smugglers working for the international drug cartels and traveling through lawful points, uh, ports of entry. So he downplays what we all know is taking place on the border. He downplays it. All the horror that it involves, the deaths that take place, the suffering of individuals and their families. He despised Ronald Reagan. His father did. But they quote Ronald Reagan. What do you think Ronald Reagan would say today about what's going on on the border? Even when Ronald Reagan signed that amnesty deal for 2.3 million people, the security of the border was to come before the amnesty. And the Democrats, this guy Mitchell, who was a detestable Senate Democrat leader from, my, from uh, Maine, they lied to Reagan. And they never secured the border. Abraham Lincoln? Seriously? The pro-immigration stance of Abraham Lincoln. You think Abraham Lincoln would support what's going on today? You think Abraham Lincoln would, would be concerned about the drug cartels and fentanyl coming across the border? I think Abraham Lincoln would send the United States infantry, the army, right to that border to prevent it. That's what he would have done. And maybe beyond. But what Raskin is, is spewing here is nonsense. It's disinformation. Utter and complete. I want you to listen to the, to the Tucson CPBP chief, Border Patrol chief. That is the Tucson district. I want you to listen to him in response to Representative Byron Donalds today. Same hearing. Cut 17. Go. There was somebody who became president of the United States in January of 21. And on January 20, 2021... This gentleman um, actually got rid of the, the migrant protection protocols, the MPP program. He stopped border wall funding. He actually uh, gutted the interior enforcement against illegal aliens. He put a 100-day moratorium to study border security protocols. In your opinions, you've done this job, both of you, for quite some time, and we thank you for your service. But in your opinion, do you believe these policy changes actually led to the drastic increases in border encounters at the south the southern border thank you sir for the question and, and i will try to go fast what i can tell you in 27 years is that migration is is very complicated there are push and pull factors the thing i can tell you that goes to the spike that that you're talking about is in the tucson sector um interviewing people post arrest what what became the most common response was that they believed that when the administration changed that the law changed and policy changed and that th there was an open border. Unfortunately, they were correct. So in other words, the world's potential migrants would be migrants. So now's the time to come, and they're coming. Gloria Sanchez, Border Patrol Chief, at the same hearing today, in response to Byron Donald's Cut 18 Go. Are there young girls 
who are being raped in the journey to the southern border. There are cases where we have debriefed uh, many of the young ladies, migrants that um, have come into our custody at our central processing centers that have said that they've been abused. They've been raped, they've been molested, many. She said, many of the young ladies. And how come Jamie Raskin didn't talk about that? How come most of the Democrats ignore this? How come most of the Democrats ignore the sex slave trade that's going on on the border? The molestation that's going on on the border? And by the way, of children too. And this is supposed to be humane. When Jamie Raskin says Lincoln and Reagan, MAGA, MAGA forces. This is also why I say we need to call the left what the left is. They want to be known as compassionate and progressive, forward-looking, science-based, thoughtful, knowledge. They're none of those things. They're Marxists. And that's how they should be known, and that's how they should be referred to. I'll be right back. Mark in. From Joe Biden's mouth, through the handwritten thoughts of his staff, they always try to be clever, don't they? It's going to be the longest list of lies you can imagine, and deceptions. What do you think about the State of the Union? The board's already full, so let me go to you. Let's go to Isabella. Minneapolis, Minnesota, XM Satellite. What do you think, Isabella, the State of the Union? Here's what I hope, Mark, and thank you so much for taking my call. You have made my year. I have loved listening to you for so long, and thank you for what you do. Thank you. I I really hope, (laughs) you know, from 2010 to 2015, I lived and worked in Williston, North Dakota, in the oil field. And the defeatism that I listened to every single day, everyone believed that there was no stopping Hildebeest, Hillary. And I never gave up hope because I'm an optimism optimist. I believe in this country. I believe in the fight. I believe that we have fought really dark days, but we're in very dark days now. But I can't find people with a whole lot of hope. I just came back from Williston, North Dakota. You know, I've been, I was out at the drilling rigs. I'm working back in the oil field and nobody believes that we can win in 2024. But I want to believe that when people start understanding how radical, how dangerous, how anti-American this government, this party has become. Just in the last two weeks, explaining to people some of the radical bills that were passed on the floor in Minnesota, 
even Republicans had no idea. Just just take the abortion bill. Do you believe that when people start to really finally understand what this administration is doing and what they're about, that we will be able to have a victory in 2024? Here's the problem. Things are very complicated these days, even though we think solutions are simple. When you go to the social media sites, we now know they were manipulated and censored by the government, by the Biden administration, by the Federal Bureau of Investigation. So lots of information that probably would have helped Republicans, whether it's the Hunter Biden laptop or the abuse of these vaccine systems and mandates, could not be communicated that way. Then when you go to CNN and MSNBC, you go to the New York Times and the Washington Post, you go to NBC, ABC, CBS, these are mouthpieces for Washington's official statements and press releases. So the media have changed. That's why I wrote the book on freedom of the press. The media have changed in fundamental ways. They are now advocates of an agenda rather than advocates for the people and for free speech. So uh, the reality that comes across on television and many radio shows, is not reality. It's manufactured. And then when you listen to uh, so-called experts, you find many of them, uh, you know, got grants from the government or partisan in different ways and they're phony historians or whatever. So the question is, how do you get the information out? And the only way to do it is, well, let me do Biden from the bottom up. And that is from the base from activists, parents, taxpayers. That's the only way to do it. Now, in terms of being optimistic, I'm not pessimistic or optimistic. I'm a realist. And I'm not a Pollyanna, that's for sure. Uh, We should have, you would think by now, that the American people would know the state of the nation, whether it's the open borders, the food prices or availability, energy prices, what's been done there the driving up costs all around us, um, the racism that is that is pressed on our kids, the sexualization of our kids. These are daunting problems because the left controls the culture. We do not. They control the classroom. They control much of the media. They control the bureaucracy. And so that's why people get down. But that's different than giving up. That's different than giving up. You can be down, but don't give up. Engage. And I think that's more your point, is it not? It is. And, you know, one of the things that I do is I I talk to as many people as possible. And I try to encourage people to, you know, pretend you're back in small town USA where everybody, you know, talk to each other. Because that's, I've been a political activist since 2010. Um, I don't know if that I can mention that I, I do a podcast. I'm not going to advertise it. But um, my, my belief was back in 2010, I, you know, I heard everybody said their, their vote doesn't count. There was no point. They, they didn't want to get involved. Well, I didn't see that. I saw the Tea Party in 2010. I was participant in that. And uh, I saw a lot of activism in 2010, frankly. Absolutely. That's just me. I got to go. Don't get mad. Isabella, thank you for your excellent call. I'm sure your podcast is great, too. How much time, Rich? Ivan, 
Richardson, Texas, the great WBAP, Ivan, Ivan talks with his, fi- his feet. He left Maryland and he went to Texas. Go ahead. Well, uh, yeah, no, actually, it's Albuquerque. Wait a minute. But, uh, You're a no, different Ivan. You know, I apologize. Go right ahead. You know, I, I'm capital I, capital V, little n. Yeah. Um, but every time you mention the weather underground, it always makes me, because I learned about that when I was 16. And when I heard Ayer's name linked to Obama, I started realizing that they, they realized that blowing up abortion clinics and doing all that stuff wasn't going to change the system. So I had to figure out how to get inside the system. So how would you do that? You would go to the older part of the Democrat Party and be like, hey, we want to join. And that's how you get like the radical element of the younger crowd and the more racially motivated older crowd like Biden. <laughs> but, uh, well, you're quite right. And Cloward and Piven, which I now quote in American Marxism, she said that we need to take over the Democrat Party. And and basically advance this Marxist revolution from within. And that's precisely what they've done. And as Victor Davis Hanson said on my show yesterday or Sunday, he said, it's now the ruling class. They're the revolutionaries from the 1960s. We'll be right back. Mark Levin, the thunder on the right. Call in now. 877-381-3811. You know, folks, you know all about how woke activists seize control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms that America's in trust with our pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with your money without your knowledge or your consent. This is a big deal. Few large investment firms, names you know, that control trillions of dollars of your money, including your pension money are using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a radical Marxist social scoring program called ESG. We've talked about this. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility. What they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money, yours, to finance their radical left-wing agenda. And they're forcing businesses to comply or else. Some state leaders are actually fighting back. More are joining, letting those investment firms know they cannot play politics with our pensions. There's some movement among the Republicans in the House. Now, these companies, they can either do their jobs, that is, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. So to learn more, go to consumersresearch.org. They're in my book, American Marxism as a Resource. And they are a fantastic group. It's consumers with an S on the end. Consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers like you and your monies against fraud and abuse for decades, and they still are. That's consumersresearch.org to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms. Again, consumersresearch.org, paid for by Consumers Research. It's a great group. We're glad they're out there. Rob, Halsey, Oregon, 1340. Go right ahead. So, Mark, I've read two of your books. Uh, the Unfreedom of the Press and American Marxism, and the Unfreedom of the Press one was uh, outstanding. It really it helped explain the bias of the, of the media and so forth that we are, are experiencing. So my question is, I haven't been listening to you the whole time, but 
If they impeached uh, Donald Trump over a freaking phone call, why in the mm-hmm. heck aren't they talking about impeaching uh, Biden for the Chinese spy balloon and for the border? There's a whole list of things they can impeach him for. You're right. Failing to comply with his constitutional responsibility to follow lawful statutes, including securing the border. Uh, also uh, failing to uh, uh, to enforce other laws, that is, separation of powers, his reckless spending efforts, uh, whether it's student loan forgiveness and so forth, which he does not have the power to do, things of that sort. And uh, you're right. You're right. And at some point, I hope they do. But you know it'll go nowhere in the Senate. The Senate is led by a man who has no principles, the Republicans in the Senate, no principles whatsoever. He likes exercising power for power's sake. Uh, And he thinks that anybody who objects to him or fights him or opposes him uh, is a radical left, uh, excuse me, a radical right wing lunatic. He's friends with Biden. Peter Schweitzer has laid out the case where he is in laws and indirectly he, uh, are influenced by the communist Chinese regime. That's where that family gets so much of his money. So it's really pretty dastardly. Thank you, Rob, and thank you for reading those books. Appreciate it. Let's go to Texas. Sirius Satellite Bill, who's a trucker. Go right ahead, my friend. Thanks for taking my call, Mark. The uh, I think they should uh, drug test President Biden following uh, the State of the Union address because the only way he could get through it is if he took some amphetamines or cocaine or some other kind of stimulant. Honestly, the only way I could get through it is if I did that myself, uh, just to watch him, although I don't take anything, of course. But I would need something. Now, he will be speaking in 20 minutes, and I won't be watching. The media get all excited because this is their event. It's not ours. Look, the State of the Union is supposed to be, under the Constitution, an, uh, an honest portrayal of what's going on in the country. That's why it's a uniquely presidential act. And President George Washington never went to Congress to give his State of the Union dresses. It became a practice over time. It may have been Jefferson who was the first. I don't remember. But um, that's how deeply he believed in separation of powers. It's not supposed to be a campaign speech. We talk about all the great spending you've done, all the great um, uh, executive orders you've signed, how America uh, has so much to do to improve itself through your eyes and so forth and so on. You're supposed to be telling us, look, we have a problem with inflation. We have a problem with the war. We have this, this, this is what I'm going to do to address it. So the State of the Union has even been perverted severely, particularly under the left, uh, because this will be... A phony speech by a phony man written by phony speech writers. Bill, thank you for your call, my friend. Let us continue. Gary, North Arizona, the great KBTK, go right ahead. Yes, sir. Good evening. It's a great honor to speak with you again. Uh, You were talking about the high prices at the grocery store. I just came from the grocery store. And just about everything that I used to buy has gone up, um, for the most part, by 100% or more. And when they keep saying uh, the inflation's only like 7%, 82 or whatever, where are they coming up with these numbers? They're watering it I mean, down. 
They're watering it down by, by, by weighting it. So they throw in a whole ton of stuff. But there's really only certain things we need fundamentally to, uh, to, be, to survive. And so food and housing and housing materials and clothing, they all get mishmashed into everything else. And so, oh, well, food's only going up 4% or 6 or 8%. No, it hasn't. It's gone up through the roof. And I, and I don't know how people on a fixed income, I'm just being honest, I don't know how people on a fixed income or minimum wage can handle this. My wife and I talk about this all the time when we're in the car looking at gas prices or go to the food store. How do people handle this? Because it's a disaster. All right, I appreciate your call, my friend. We will continue here. Let's go to Frank, Las Vegas, Nevada, the great KDWN. Go right ahead. Mark, please accept my obeisances, man. You're a great American. Well, thank you. Thank you. My pleasure, I assure you. I don't know where to begin except for, first of all, we're going to hear nothing but BS tonight from this guy. Uh, We all know that. Mark, every single... No, I'm not, because I'm not listening. But anyway, go ahead. You and me, <laughs> that would be me included. Mm-hmm. Uh, at any, in any case, every single day, Mark, every single day, it's something different that these fools are doing to us. Every day, we lose another part of America. Every single day, we're uncovering something new, and we're astonished, we're angry, you know, what do we do? What, how bad does it have to get until we start seriously considering seceding? We talked about this a year or two ago, and it was a little bit premature. But now they've got the kids, they've got the teen, they've got every damn thing we can think of. And it's not even... Well, you the- say, when are we going to secede? First of all, I don't know how that would even work. Uh, there is no succession secession in the Constitution. Uh, we have a history of this with the Civil War and so forth. And so uh, it, it's, you can't just do it. It's not when are we going to do. Uh, so there are practical problems. There are constitutional issues. And, of course, uh, when it was first tried, it resulted in a civil war. So I don't believe that's going to happen. What is the old By point? the way, let me ask you a question. Do you find more and more people you talk with are trying to figure out if they have to leave the United States, where are they going to go? I never heard talk like this before, except in the last few years. Have you heard talk like that? Everyone I, Mark, everyone I speak to, including myself. But there is nowhere to go. This used to be the greatest country on the planet. What the hell mm-hmm. happened? We, we blinked a couple of times and it, it changed. Yeah, well, it didn't happen overnight. They've been uh, they've been working their way into the culture and into all these uh, areas over a period of time, and now they control it. That's why I've got no stomach for people, no stomach for people who don't want to fight her as president, whether it's Trump, whether it's DeSantis, whether it's whomever. I have no stomach for people who will not embrace people who seek to fight who seek to fight for the survival of this nation. All right, my friend, thank you for your call. We'll be right back. Mark Lovin.
cartoons to sexualize children, to push racism and hatred. It is a disgusting corporation. Disgusting. Disney slammed for anti-white propaganda and new The Proud Family reboot. I saw some of this where they're pushing reparations, critical race theory on little kids. You know, we're brainwashing our kids. These people are brainwashing our kids like they brainwash them in every fascistic, Marxist, autocratic, totalitarian regime on the face of the earth. And if you're a loving parent, you better put an end to this. Do not expose your children to this. You should boycott Disney. They're ripping you off anyway with their prices. Boycott them. No more Disney. No more Disney channels. Find something else. There's plenty out there. I'm not, I'm not kidding. Protect your children. Because they're going to ruin your children. They're going to ruin this country. People are going to be at each other's throats. You won't be able to reason with them. This is brainwashing. This is propaganda. This is radical, hate-filled, racist brainwashing. That's all it is. Sandy, Manhattan, New York, the great WABC. Go. Hi, Mark. Thank you for everything you do. You're a real genius. Hi. And you are the most just uh, person with a microphone in the U.S., so thank you. Aren't you nice? Thank you. Go right ahead. I wanted to comment on how um, the, the media and the left are to blame for the national security threat that we have running the executive branch. Mm-hmm. And because they didn't condemn what Hillary Clinton did, and, uh, you know, when she was secret- Secretary of State, Bill Clinton accepted $500,000 for a speech. Mm-hmm. And when she was on the ticket, the presidential ticket, um, they didn't say anything. They didn't condemn it. And so, and then Biden uh, ran for president, and the Hunter Biden story came out, and nothing. And now people like Nancy Pelosi and other, other people on the left are emboldened and think that they can do the same thing, because as long as you give the left what they want, then the DOJ and the FBI have your back. And, you know, you can cheat, lie, and steal, but big deal, you know? Those are great points. And Hillary Clinton, it does amaze me, honestly, that she's never been prosecuted, indicted even. It does amaze me, given, a, in my view, how corrupt and crooked she is and he is. Uh, and it is amazing how uh, the Bidens have avoided it all because it's, it, it, it's just so disheartening what goes on here. Meanwhile, every Republican's guilty. Sandy, great call. I appreciate it. Let us continue. Greg, the great WABC, New York City, go. Yeah, thank you, Mark. I'm thrilled to speak to you. Um, I just had a couple of two, two points real quick. One is now that Biden does everything wrong, he proved it again by shooting down the balloon. They should have captured it, checked the technology. The evidence was there. And he should have, of course, said something to China. The diplomats aren't doing anything. And so he shoots it down and there's no discussion. There's no there's no uh, checking the technology, how they spied on. I it. would have shot it down immediately. Well, of course, they sent information back to China before they... Yeah, started. too late. You're right. They did whatever they... They must have made a deal, believe me. He's, he's in there. And the second point was, I think Trump obviously has experience with Russia, with China, with national events. Uh, this, the, the fellow in Florida the, does not have that, that experience. And, and he could even use the fellow for vice president. But even better, it's better... All right, I'm, I'm not... I'm not... You didn't mention that. I'm, I'm not going to trash Ron DeSantis. It's not going to happen here. How much foreign policy experience did Ronald Reagan have? 
good point. Good point. And, maybe and how much foreign policy experience did Donald Trump have? And yet those were two great foreign policy presidents, among other things. Well, well they would do well together, but they'd do better with you running as vice president. With Donald <laughs> Trump. How about that? Well, the problem is I've said a lot of things in my life that the media won't like. So uh, there you go. All right, Greg. Good man. Thank you for your call, buddy. Let's take some more calls, shall we? Our buddy Jimmy, Brooklyn, New York, the great WABC, a trifecta. Go right ahead. You know, people forget when Clinton was governor of Arkansas, he had the governor's schools. That was like a test run for what's going on nationwide. They were pushing all kind of uh, perverted stuff and also teaching Marxism, and it was a higher rate than normal of suicides among the students. And the mentor, the guru to be on Hillary Clinton was Michael Lerner. Michael Lerner came from the uh, uh, Students of Democratic Society. That's like Tom Hayden and Jane Fonda. That's the crowd. So Clinton is a radical. He visited the Soviet Union, not with a tour group. He went there as a single person, that is, as a youth. He stayed at the home of the founder of the Czechoslovak Communist Party. So the Democrat Party has been totally penetrated. Biden is doing everything exactly right if you realize he's the enemy. Three times he voted against aid for the freedom fighters in Nicaragua. He's on the left on every major issue. He's got the, you, everything. We don't got to repeat the border, the drugs, all the stuff right. going on. He's doing everything you Will would Will you do. be watching the State of Confusion speech in five minutes? Um, yeah, I, I have to watch this. Not me. All right, my friend. Thank you. I'm not saying you all do what you want to do. That's okay. Me, I'll wait for tomorrow when Mr. Producer will have some clips for us. Actually, what I'll do tomorrow is read the transcript, quite frankly. That's what I do. Yeah, and then I'll say, I don't want him. We'll see. But for those of you who don't want to be stressed, don't watch it. Like I say, I'll comment it on tomorrow. I will read the transcript. Mr. Producer will pull some clips. We salute all of you great Americans out there, all of you heroes. I want to thank you very, very much. I'm very blessed to have you out there, and I know it. And I will see you tomorrow. God bless. Take care.